0: Well, good morning. Well, it's great to see everyone this morning. You know, I uh, just want to clarify something on the announcement just to make sure Alpha does not start this week. Just want to make sure if you saw that, that is, they, we have to do it. We're going to do a training on February 2nd. Those who are open to that, please see Gina about that. But it'll be a few weeks before we start that. I want to make sure that's clarified. And in a few weeks, we will be starting. The Financial Freedom, two weeks from today, so excited about that. Uh, uh, Kent and Dan are going to be leading that, and so that's going to be great. And uh, if you're looking for financial freedom and strategy, things of that nature, but I think that's going to be an awesome class, and that'll be on Sunday mornings from 8.45 to 9.45. And then next week is our last week of radical life as far as radical life as we know it. No, just that come out right now uh, our last week of teaching on it but we will come back someday to that but I just thank you again for those who are there great class this morning Dr. Dan and great attendance and we continue to push forward good things good things I just appreciate the Lord put a pen here this morning because I needed to make a note yeah. I was looking around for a pen. I got distracted in worship you have been distracted and you're going I gotta find a pen. where's a pen? And I look up here and there's a pen laying on the platform going, There you go, Lord. I needed a pen. Y'all just go and talk about it and talk together. I'm just I'm rising. I'm serious. Go ahead. Go ahead. The Lord's doing he's doing a work. He's up to something. And these last few weeks, we've been teaching on the whole concept of generosity. The slide, let's go ahead and put it up. The four things we've been talking about that uh, if someone was to describe you today, describe you as a, what the type of giver you are, would they describe you as a self-absorbed, fearful, building your own kin- kingdom type of giver? In other words, you're probably not a giver. You're more of a hoarder. Uh would be more a best description there. Or you're a controlling giver. You will give in circumstances. You'll give for different reasons. You will give... And you give, and it's helpful to the kingdom, but for you personally, your ground is not being tilled up, and your ground is not becoming... Uh, the way it should be, ready to be used and seed to be planted in it in the way that God wants to. And the faithful giver, and we've had faithful givers, and thank goodness we've had faithful givers. I believe, Jan and I have been faithful givers for 30-something years. We've supported the church plus, and so we've tried to do that, and we've tried to take that ground. But, you know, you can do that and still kind of maintain I want to be a person of generosity because I think that's where God really begins to bless you. But he begins to bless the people. And so that's what we've been talking about over the last few weeks, and we'll continue to talk about today and next week. One of the keys to me is the concept of being grateful. Uh, As I've shared with you, and you know, at the risk of being redundant, but I think if it's worth saying once, then it may be twice, it may be worth saying three times. And so one of the biggest keys to me of being a person of generosity is a person who is grateful, I like the way that Robert Morris ended the video last week or his teaching last week as he sat with his son, and he was quoting scripture. And I should know it right off the top of my head. I don't. I should have it noted. But he said, "When your son asks you, or when your children ask you, why?" And he said, "Son, we were still we were once slaves." And yesterday, the reason I was writing this down yesterday, I was at home. Jan wasn't in town, and I had the. Uh, I was just listening to it all off the TV on the Christian, contemporary Christian station. Most of them, the songs on there are quite old. By the way, I just didn't realize how old they were, but that's okay. But an old song came up, old to us here at Renovation. Even lot, Some of you go, that ain't old. That's just like a few years ago. But the song, No Longer Slaves. I love the phrase, I am no longer a slave to sin. I am a child of sin of God grateful changes everything it changes everything and for some of you today one of the biggest things is and I mentioned it last week it's not that you need to try to love God more you just need to know how much he loves you and it will change everything right. Right. if you begin to embrace that and live with that it will change how much you respond to him if you just knew how much he loved you So we're in this series again of generosity. And as I shared with you last week and have the the book, The Blessed Life, has really changed my life over the last many months. And out of that book, Robert Morris's book, has challenged me not only to be a faithful giver, but to be a person of generosity, but whole life generosity. It's not just about our finances, even though it is that. I believe God has given us capacity as spirit-filled people to live whole life generosity, if you will. Our time and our talent, our experiences, our compassion, our empathy. And One of the ways we're doing this and teaching on this is that we're using a series out of 12 Stones Church in Georgia, Pastor Kevin Myers, that they did this a few years ago, and, and they brought in Robert Morris, and we're going to show the second part of the two-part of Robert Morris's teaching. It's about a 30-minute message again today. Uh, I know, again, it's a risk showing you this. And some of you uh, watching the video, I'll be back teaching next week. I think it's powerful. I think it's useful. And I think it's going to continue to till the ground of what God's wanting to do in our hearts. And I'm excited that you get to see it today. So let's go ahead and show that. And I'll come back up afterwards. You know, as I listened, preparing for this and over the last few months and reading robert's book it is real easy if you're not careful to kind of step into his story and want his story <laughs> i don't know if you've ever been that way you know you just uh one of the things in his book he talks about the fact that he carries hundred dollar bills around with him just to give them away i'm just starting out with tens i'm just going to see if i can work my way up to it <laughs> but no These outlandish stories that Robert tells, you know, I heard Tony Campolo years ago. uh, Many of you know who Tony Campolo is. And he'd had unbelievable opportunities throughout his life to witness for for Christ. And they're unbelievable stories. They're almost where you can't believe them. I mean, it's it's crazy. And I heard Tony one time talking about the fact that he was wondering, because he'd been asked before, Tony, how do you get these stories? (laughs) How do you get them? And these other people... And he said, you know, I was curious too, and he said I was just praying about it and asking them. and the Lord impressed on him. He told him. it's because when you were faithful with little before you saw much, when you were faithful with the little. There is a story to be told through your life and through my life. And it's a story of obedience. It's a story of transformation. It's a story of generosity. There's a story to be told. And what we've simply been trying to do over these last few weeks, and we'll next week as we will challenge you, is for you to step into that story in its fullness. The best you understand it, the best you can at this point, and we've said to you, and I should, even said earlier. If you don't understand, even from the financial standpoint, we're going to try to give you handles to begin to walk this out. And I'm so thankful for the class we'll have coming up right behind this. But what I want you to, what I don't want you to walk away from this morning, is thinking you heard, "Give a hundred dollars, get a thousand. Sow a seed of a thousand and get ten thousand. Give a car, get a plane." <laughs> We don't give to get, we give to give. Right. For, to be, for us to be a conduit. But it is the principle, as he talked about last week, the principle of the first. When Christ becomes first in your life, in all areas, that's where the change begins to come. But the heart of giving is trusting God. God. And what I love about it is, is trusting him to decide how he will prosper you. This is not a prosperity gospel but we serve a God who wants to prosper his children though. And how that unfolds is really up to him. And it comes in multiple avenues. He may prosper your influence and favor in a way you never imagined. You may have friends and deep friends and people around you that other people go, how do you have that kind of circle around you? Your tires may last longer than someone else's tires. (laughs) I don't know. How he chooses to prosper is his deal. What I choose, and when we talked about it, I get to choose whether or not I want to be obedient and walk into the fullness of what he has for me. We will talk, and I will talk next week more about that. We will challenge you next week. But I'm going to ask you to be praying this week about what God will be stirring in your life about the whole mindset of generosity. I realize there may be people that are not attending during this season because of what we're teaching on i get that but i believe with all my heart the reason why we're teaching on is because we love you teaching because i've been able to live into it to walk into it and god has challenged me to live and he's told me to get over myself and my hesitancy to even teach on giving in the church Because I know when I've taught taught on it, the hesitancy over time is, I know part of my my salary comes from that. So I've always been hesitant that God has convicted me. You can no longer hinder my children because of your hang-up. And He's released me from that. I love what a proverbs i'm going to do two passages of scripture from proverbs the exact same but from two different versions niv first proverbs eleven twenty four. 24 one person gives freely and gains even more another withholds unduly but comes to poverty in other words then proverbs eleven twenty four. 24 from the message i even i like this maybe it, maybe it's easier to understand The world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. You know why I think that is? Because the world of the generous becomes larger and larger because their head is up and looking away from them. The stingy is here. I love what jeremiah 17 and i will repeat it again next week but this is what the lord says cursed is the one who trusts in man who draws strength from mere flesh and whose heart turns away from the lord that person will be like a bush in the wasteland and i love this they will not see prosperity when it comes some of you have only been trying to identify prosperity as a tangible, material something. And the God we served, it may be that, but I can guarantee you if he prospers you tangibly, it will always have a greater purpose, though. It will never be about that object that you can drive or live in. or It's going to be for a greater purpose. You won't even be able to identify what prosperity is when you trust in yourself. But I love this. The person... They, they will dwell in the parched lands of the desert in Salton where no one lives. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence, whose literally means there, whose refuge, whose security is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. I am no longer a slave to fear. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in the year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. I'll ask Josiah to, to come as we'll close with a song, the new one I think we introduced today. I can't think of the name of it. It's one we sing at the end. We are moving, as I've said over and over, from the mindset of fundraising and increased giving to unleashing fruit bearers into this community. Allie and I went hiking yesterday, and I, we were in a part of town. I thought this would be an awesome place for another renovation church. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the Lord... Wants to take our tent pegs and move them out. But there needs to be something worth replicating. (laughs) Okay? There needs to be something worth replicating. If we're this, we just get smaller and smaller. But if we're this, we'll let the Lord decide what he wants to do with that. But we want to raise up a people here where there's fruit bearing being unleashed. Wherever you go, you know our vision statement here is to raise up influencers through spiritual transformation to be salt and light where you're already engaged and influential. God wants to unleash us, I believe. He wants to take our tent pegs and move them out and continue to stretch us. To raise up an uncommon people That are convinced this is too good to keep to ourselves. (laughs) This grace that's been poured out on us is too good to keep to ourselves. This is way more than about finance even though it is that. It is about fruit bearing. For the one whose name is above all names. The name that every knee, the word says, will bow to. The King of kings and Lord of lords, Jesus Christ. But it starts with a grateful heart. I'm going to ask you today to stand with us as we close, as we sing. One is this week to do everything you can unless something's already planned that you can't change to be here next week we got dinner on the grounds. I think some of you need to, a faith step would stick around for that next week because there's people across the room that your time and your talent and what God has done on your life, you need to be generous with that and walk across the room and sit and eat with them. But even greater than that, it's God doing a whole life generosity work in everything that you're about. We are a church that wants to help you discover those talents and gifts and graces. And we actually believe God has given us an avenue and a way to go about doing that. But this week, try to clear your calendar to be here next week. To come next week with God, what are you wanting to do in my life? Lord willing, I'll talk about the parable of the sower next week. Kind of do a may take a different twist on you so i hope you'll be here to hear the twist not that i'm coming up my own theology hopefully you understand that but hopefully you'll understand what we're trying to do with this because i believe god is wanting to transform us in an unbelievable way that we will be as he talked about the streams of living water flowing from within us to a thirsty thirsty land lord help us right now as we sing as we close that right now, the takeaway today, Lord, is not give to get. It is to give to release the blessing that you want to put on our lives to give even more. That our land will begin to become larger and larger. And, Lord, we'll let you decide what that looks like. Lord, there's maybe a chance today that even through a financial through a financial fear that may be there, that you may unleash an unbelievable marriage that folks never even knew they could have. I don't know. The way you will prosper us, Lord, is totally up to you. But change in us, Lord, to be more like you. Lord, help us now as we sing. And again, as we've said before here, Lord, some, some folks in this room, the first faith step they may tangible faith step, is to sing in public with a group of people. <laughs> Help us, Lord, to be everything you've called us to be. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Sing with us as we close. Today.